Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of a great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, because I am Silver. A troop of United States cavalry had pitched temporary camp in the hills a few miles from the small western town of Rockville. In his headquarters tent, the commanding officer, Captain Collins, and Lieutenant Warren were in conference. Lieutenant, up to now, you and the rest of the troop haven't known why we're on our way to Fort Fremont. That's right, sir. Now, the reason is this. Colonel Newton, who commands Fort Fremont, has only a small detachment there. He sent a dispatch asking for reinforcements because he fears an Indian uprising. Does the colonel have reason for such fears, Captain? He has very strong reasons, Lieutenant Warren. I see. A tribe of Apaches under Chief Black Eagle has been showing signs of getting out of hand. Scouts report that they have been holding councils of war. Furthermore, it's been reported that someone is supplying the Indians with ammunition and rifles. White bandits seem to be in league with them. And the colonel expects an attack on the fort. That's right. Well, sir, why don't we push on? We've been here since yesterday. I'll tell you why. 
In his dispatch, Colonel Newton suggested we camp here in the vicinity of Rockville until I locate a certain man who can guide us safely to the fort. Otherwise, we'd run the risk of ambush. And how do you propose to locate the man you speak of, sir? The colonel explained how that was to be done. About ten miles south of here, there's a mission. I'm to send a message to the padre there. He, in turn, will get in touch with the man I mentioned and send him to us. But, Captain, why don't you... I have a note for the padre right here. I'll have one of the men take it to the mission immediately. Yes, sir. One thing more. Notify the guards that the man I'm expecting will be wearing a white stetson and a black mask. He'll be riding a white stallion. They're to treat him as a trusted friend and bring him here at once. A masked man? Who is he, Captain? He's known as the Lone Ranger. Now, send the messenger with that note to the Padre right away, Lieutenant. There's no time to lose. Yes, sir. I'll attend to it at once. short time later, one of the troopers carrying the note to the Padre left the camp and took the south trail toward the mission. He had ridden several miles and was rounding a bend in the trail when... Oh, 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 oh. Easy there. It was a good shot, Red. Yep, he's done for. Yeah. He's done for, all right. Better hurry up and search him before somebody comes. Give me a chance, will you? Hey, here's something. Must be an important message. Got sealing wax on it. Better wait and let Bill open it. Come on, we'll take you to the hideout. Bill was smart to have us keep tads on them troopers. Easy, boy. (coughs) Sure. Bill Martin can outsmart any army officer they send out here. Get up there. Get up, boy. Bill Martin was a tall, muscular man, and though living the life of an outlaw had made him hard and cold within, his firm, regular features often assumed a disarmingly pleasant expression. He was lounging on a cot in a corner of the shack when Gus and Red entered. Hey, Bill, we got something important. Yeah, what is it? A sealed message we took off a trooper. He isn't alive to know we got it, though. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd try to send somebody through with a dispatch. He wasn't riding toward the fort, Bill. He was riding south. Riding south. Well, that's funny. Give me the dispatch. Here it is. Dear Padre, Bill. Is it important, Bill? Read it out loud. Listen to this. Dear Padre, I've been advised you know the whereabouts of the masked man known as the Lone Ranger. Masked man? Shut up, Red. Go on, Bill. So the utmost importance that you get word to him at once. Please inform the Lone Ranger that we are camped a few miles south of Rockville and that I anxiously await his arrival. Very truly yours, H.V. Collins, Captain Troop D, United States Cavalry. That's not good, Bill. I heard about that masked man. He's one critter it's best not to fool with. Don't be a fool, Gus. As long as you got this note, he won't get the message and he won't show up. Hey, somebody might find that trooper's body. Then they'll send another message. Crazy fools. Both of you go back and make sure that nobody does find that trooper. Sure, Bill. We'll attend to it. I guess that note was important, wasn't it? Important enough to give me a good idea. I saw that Lone Ranger once. Rod's a big white stallion. That's right. I've heard about it. 
Wears a black mask and a white hat. What about it, Bill? Just this. Among the horses they stole from the ranchers in the valley, Black Eagle's Indians brought in a big white stallion. Black Eagle let me use it. I can make a black mask, and I know where I can get a white hat. But why do you want... Tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to go to the troopers' camp and pass myself off as a lone ranger. following afternoon, Lieutenant Warren entered the headquarters tent in a state of subdued excitement. Captain Collins, sir. The masked man is here. Fine, fine. Have him come right in, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. The captain will see you now, sir. Thank you, Lieutenant. How do you do, sir? I'm Captain Collins. I appreciate your quick response to my message. Came as soon as I heard from the Padre, Captain. Sit down, sit down, sir. Thank you. Captain, the trooper who took the message to the Padre hasn't returned to camp. I thought perhaps he'd return with a mass man. Oh, he... uh, I can tell you about that trooper, Captain. Mm-hmm. He, uh, well, he had a slight accident. Turned his ankle, as a matter of fact. Turned his ankle? Yes, sir. Well, no man in this troop would let such a trifle keep him. Well, from... it was badly swollen. Though your man wanted to return, the Padre and I suggested that he stay a day or so. I'm sorry if we <laughs> interfered. <laughs> it's all right, sir, all right. The trooper earned a short rest by getting you here. All right, sir. What can I do for you, Captain? Get us through safely to Fort Fremont. Can you do it? Put yourself in my hands, Captain. Fort's only about 20 miles west of here. I know. But that range of hills a few miles over yonder is my main worry. I've been warned to watch out for an ambush by the Indians there. Well, there's a narrow valley through those hills we can use, Captain. You'll be ready to move at dawn. I'll come back here to guide you to that valley. Uh, sir, I, I should think that taking a valley trail would be dangerous, Captain. Mm-hmm. Narrow Valley would be ideal for an ambush. I know every move that Black Eagle and his Indians make, Lieutenant. Of course, if you don't care to trust me... Of course we trust you. In fact, I was told I could trust you implicitly. The troop will be ready to follow you at dawn, sir. Good. I'll ride toward the hills now and scout around a bit. Don't worry, Lieutenant. I'll make sure everything will work out just as I planned. was dusk when two horsemen arrived at the outskirts of Rockville. They were the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion. While Tonto rode into town for a few supplies, the masked man waited in a grove of cottonwoods. Before long, he heard the steady beat of hoofs that told of Tonto's return. Oh, scout. Oh, fella. Oh, fella. Oh, did you get the supplies, Tonto? Uh, me get them. Me see troopers in town, Kimasabi. Troopers? Here in Rockville? Uh-huh. Me find out troopers have camp in hills few miles to south. They must be on the way to Fort Fremont. I've heard the Indians are causing trouble out that way. That's right. Perhaps we can be of help to the commander of the troops. They run the danger of ambush between here and the fort. Maybe it's not safe to go to troopers' camp. I know Colonel Newton, commanding officer of the fort. He told me that if he had to send for reinforcements, he wanted us to guide them through the hills. The colonel said he'd mentioned me in his dispatches so that I could safely approach the army camp. Oh, well, when you go to see Troop Commander. We'll ride to the camp at dawn, Toto. Here, Silver. Right now, we'll go pitch camp nearby, then in turn in early for a good rest. Easy, big fella. <coughs> One, Silver. Come on, Scout.
darkness had fallen when Red and Gus hurriedly rode up to Bill Martin's hideout. Well, did Black Eagle get his braves moved into the valley for the ambush? We rode up to this end of the valley to find out, Bill, but something happened. What? We come on a couple of other critters watching the Indians move in there. What's that? That's right, Bill. There were a couple of scars from the fort. We jumped them and made sure one of them won't talk. We shot the other in the arm, but he got away. Clumsy fools. Why don't you go after him? Oh, we did, Bill, but his horse was faster. He rode toward the army camp. You warned the captain about the Indians waiting in the valley. You'll know that I was trying to trick him. I won't dare go back in the morning. Well, there's only one other way for the troops to take, Bill. They won't take a chance on the valley now. What are you driving at, Red? It isn't too late yet to have Black Eagle move his Indians from the valley so as to ambush the troops on the other trail, see? Ah, that's right. Captain will figure the mask men crossed him up. Didn't like the idea of going through the valley anyway. And I won't have to go back at dawn. Captain will lead his troop into an ambush on the other trail. Well, at least he hasn't got the real Lone Ranger to help him. That hombre hadn't better show up around the fort. Come on. We ride to the valley now and tell Black Eagle to shift his braves from the valley to the other trail. We win out anyway, so no harm's done. Let's get going. A short time later, Lieutenant Warren entered Captain Collins' tent. Captain Collins, sir. What is it, Lieutenant? A wounded scout from the fort has just arrived. He's right outside and wants to see you immediately. Have him come in. Yes, sir. Captain will see you now. Come right in. Yes, sir. Well, let's speak up, ma'am. What is it? Scout Willis from Fort Fremont reporting, sir. Go on. Two of us came through the narrow valley in the hills yonder, sir, at dusk. We saw Indians filling into the valley on each side. Uh, are you sure? Yes, sir. While we were watching, we were attacked. Jackson was killed. I was hit in my arm, but I managed to get through to your camp. They're getting ready for an ambush, sir. I'm sure of it. But Captain, the man who was here this afternoon assured us that... I know, Lieutenant. Was... Willis, did you get a look at your attackers? No, sir, I didn't have a chance, and it was too dark to see much. I'll show you the other trail through the hill, sir. It'd be suicide to go through that valley. Yes, I agree with you. I'm afraid your colonel put his trust in the wrong man, Willis. I don't understand, sir. I... I don't mean you, of course. You're to be commended. Lieutenant. Sir? Inform the guards that when our so-called friend, the Lone Ranger, returns at dawn... He's to be placed under arrest and held for court-martial. The penalty for his treasonable act is death. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. As the first flush of dawn spread over the hills, the Lone Ranger and Tonto were in the saddle riding toward the army camp to offer their help. As they drew near, the masked man signaled a halt. Who's the road? Oh, Tonto, I'll ride on from here alone. Ah, me savvy. I'm sure I'll get in to see the commander without any trouble. After we talk, I'll come back here for you. I don't expect to be long. Me wait here till you come, Kimasabi. Good. And we'll do some scouting in the hills and report conditions to the troop commander. Adios, Tonto. Adios. Come on, Silver. Not knowing that because of Bill Martin's deception, the camp had been alerted for his arrest, the Lone Ranger rode openly along the trail leading to the camp. He drew rein at the guard's sharp order. Oh, oh, silver, oh boy. This powerful man to be recognized. Very well. He's a big fellow. Stop there and put him up, mister. I'm a friend of Colonel Newton. I have come to see your commanding officer. I'll explain my mask to him. Captain Collins gave special orders about you. You're under arrest. Is that so? Good work, Sentry. I saw him approaching. Keep him covered while I take his guns. Just a minute, Lieutenant. If you'll take me to you your commanding... You did all the talking you're going to, mister. You said enough yesterday. But we found out you were planning to lead us into an ambush. Yesterday? I don't understand. Maybe you don't, but we do. Captain Collins has ordered your arrest for treason. Now I'll take those guns. Sorry, Lieutenant. Look out, Lieutenant. Let me go, you... I've got a gun at your back. Tell your guard to drop his rifle. You won't get away with this. In a few minutes, the whole All right, guard. I give you ten seconds to drop that gun. Otherwise... No, no. I better do it. He'll kill you, Lieutenant. I'll take your gun, Lieutenant. You will hang for this? Perhaps. Not if I can help it. Lie down, both of you. Good. Steady, big fella. We'll meet again, Lieutenant. Adios. One silver. Come on, the guard! Tonto had heard the commotion in the camp, and he was already mounted and waiting to join the Lone Ranger in his fast flight. The two headed into the hills west of the camp and rode hard until they were sure they were safe. They had reached the hillside at the entrance to the narrow valley when they reined up. Oh, silver, hold it. Oh, you... You not say what happened, Kimasabi. They tried to place me under arrest, Tonto, for treason. Treason? Me not savvy. Neither do I. But from the little that was said, I got the idea that someone had been to the camp posing as me. Someone who planned to lead the troop into ambush. Oh, that's not good. Toto, I'm beginning to notice something. What that? Certain signs here that mean something. Look around. Ah, me see them. Look like plenty Indians move long slope. Signs plenty fresh. I know. Toto, I'm sure the Indians were hiding on the slopes of this narrow valley... Waiting to ambush the troopers. That's right. Finding out the troopers learned of the ambush. The Indians left here sometime before dawn. If troopers think Indians still here, then they'll not come through Valley on way to Fort. That's right. The Indians may figure the same way, Tonto, and plan to ambush the troops somewhere else. We'll scout around and find out which way they went. He's a big fellow. Come, come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. valley trail curved gradually northward until a few miles beyond the place where the ambush had been planned had joined the upper trail. 
The masked man and Tonto finally reached the point where the trails joined and rode on for a short distance before halting. Strange, Tonto. I expected the Indians to plan an ambush somewhere along the upper trail before it joined the valley trail. They've left sign enough to show they followed the valley trail all the way. That tracks still show along here. That's right. You see where trail reached river just ahead. Look like Indian cross river. They can't go far beyond the other side without running into scouts from the fort. We'll turn off to the left onto that small wooded bluff just ahead. We get you cross river from there. I'll use my binoculars. Perhaps I can find out something. Go on, Silver. Get him up, scout. Sabe, other fellow wear mask. Ride white horse like Lone Ranger. Let me see. Here. He must be the one who impersonated me. Uh, Not not good. Now they're pointing toward the river as though... Tonto, I think I know their plan. What that? The river is wide at that point and stirred deep. The Indians wait until the troop is fording that river. They can rush out and massacre them. That's right. There's no time to lose, Tonto. Ride downstream, cross over and ride to Fort Fremont... Here, give Colonel Newton a silver bullet. Uh-huh. Tell him the situation. Have him bring all the men he can spare. Move up as close as he can on the other side of the Indian's hiding place. Me do it. And what you do? I'm going back along the trail until I meet the troop. Then maybe shoot when them wait, see you. Wait, Tonto, I've got a plan. Tell the colonel to wait beyond where the Indians are hiding until he hears a bugle sound charge. Get going, Tonto. Hurry. Get him up, scout. Come on, Silver. Meantime, Captain Collins, with Lieutenant Warren and the wounded scout Willis, rode at the head of his cavalry troop along the upper trail. I hope I'm right in following your advice, Willis, by taking the upper trail. But, Captain, Willis reported that the Indians planned an ambush in the narrow valley. We couldn't take that valley trail. I know. Since that masked man escaped this morning, the Indians will know I've learned their plot. They might pull out of the valley and plant another ambush on this trail somewhere. You can rest easy, Captain. This upper trail runs through open country all the way to the river. Once across that, we'll have no worries. Well, I'll have to take your word for it. Somebody riding down the trail and coming fast. Maybe another scout from the fort, Captain. I've... I look, Captain. Huh? It's a masked man. Well, I'll be. True! Oh! 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 We'll pick him right out of the saddle. I'll have them in the beat. Lieutenant. We'll have a gun strained on him. He's holding his right hand in the air. I thought they wouldn't know the man has. All right, take him prisoner, Lieutenant. Don't let him get away this time. Right. Wait a moment, Captain. Take me prisoner, if you will. But first, listen to what I have to say. Don't listen to him, Captain. I trusted you once, sir. Why should I do so again? The man who came to you yesterday was an imposter. Now we're wasting time, Captain. I say we ought to Wait take a minute, him. Wait a Lieutenant. 
There is something about this man. Deeper voice, for one thing. Did you notice the other man's gun belt, Captain? Was it like this one? Well, Joe, I did notice it. Colonel Newton told me about those silver bullets. The other man carried regular bullets in his belt. Here, see for yourself. <laughs> My bullets are made of silver. Well, I... I'm inclined to think we did make a mistake, sir. Uh, perhaps yeah, this will convince you, sir. What's that? An exact copy of the dispatch Colonel Newton sent to you. The dispatch in which he told you how to reach me, sir. So it is, word for word. And in the colonel's own handwriting. I did try to reach you, sir, as directed. Your but... messenger must have been intercepted. Yes, of course. What have you come to tell us? That the Indians are in a grove just beyond the riverbank on the other side. They plan to massacre your troops in midstream, Captain. So that's it. Yes, I have a plan, sir. You'll trust me now. I think we can route Black Eagle's tribe and the white outlaws who work with him. All right. I'll trust you now, of course. What is your plan? We'll leave the trail just before we reach the river. Ride north a bit. It was mid-afternoon. Bill Martin, still wearing a mask and a white Stetson, sat under a tree near the edge of the grove talking to Red. The white horse was tethered nearby. Something funny about this, Red. I thought sure the troopers had reached the river for now. Well, there's no sign of them yet, Bill. Don't forget when they do come and things start getting hot. You're going to ride out there so they can get a look at you. Lone Ranger will have to leave the territory after what happens today. Black Eagle's Indians are keeping quiet now. They'll soon make noise enough. Yeah, but I should... Hey, did you hear that? Hey, Bill, the troopers, they're coming along the riverbank on this side. Must have had a tip-off. We have enough Indians to take care of them, regardless of what side they come from. Hey, that man came from west of here, toward the fort. Hey, look, coming over the hill back of us. Soldiers from Fort Fremont. <laughs> Indians be surrounded. Come on, make for the river fast. Get your horses quick. Right, as the troopers moved in from each side, they gradually spread out so the Indians had no chance to escape. The battle waxed fierce and hot, and the great figure of the Lone Ranger could be seen in the thickest part of the fray. As the masked rider of the plains fought back the furious onslaught of the frenzied Indians, he caught sight of Bill Martin making a break for the river. The Lone Ranger moved out of the fight and started after the fleeing figure. One, two, the mighty Silver responded to the urgent cry of his master and steadily closed the gap between them and Bill Martin. Many of the fighting troopers and Indians gaped in open wonder as they saw what seemed to be two identical masked men racing toward the river. Then Silver closed the gap. Get off that horse! With a mighty leap, the Lone Ranger dragged Bill Martin from the saddle. All right, on your feet. I'll get you for that. This is for what you try to do to the troops. Look that. This is for wearing that mask and posing as me. Look out, you Bob. Don't leave me again. Good work, sir. Right, you're about over, and the Indians are licked for good, thanks to you. You all right, Kimasami? Yes, Toto. Captain, there's your imposter. All right, take off that mask. Take it easy now. Bill Martin. I might have known. You know him, sir? Yes. A hundred outlaw captain. Wanted for selling firearms to the Indians, as well as helping them plan attacks on settlers. We got the other two as they started to follow Martin. They all have a lot of explaining to do. Well... It's all over, sir. Colonel Newton will recommend that you receive a medal for what you've done. I have no use for medals, Captain. Thanks, just the same. Oh, 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 there, boy. Say, I, I want to apologize to you for it's the way I... It's not necessary, Lieutenant. Is that a big fellow? Easy. 
There's the man you want for that court martial. Adios. Hey, Lieutenant, there goes an American who'll be remembered long after the rest of us are gone and forgotten. They'll never forget the Lone Ranger. is a copyrighted feature originated by George W. Trendle. The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Uh-huh.